If you run an e-commerce business, you can relate to the amount of work it takes to produce something great. And of course, you want to optimize your workflow and reduce costs. That's why I want to say a big thank you to our partner, ShipStation, and perhaps introduce you to them as well. If you are not familiar with ShipStation, they've been supporting Cytosol School for years. They have helped so many of our listeners make things much easier, automate their shipping tasks, help them scale their business, and also, this is not a small thing, save thousands on shipping with industry-leading carrier discounts. ShipStation is the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code HUSTLE to sign up for your free 60-day trial. 60 days free. ShipStation.com. Code HUSTLE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, hey, what's up, listeners, side hustle school, friends, community. I hope you're doing okay. I hope you're doing better than okay, actually. I hope you are thriving. I hope you are navigating whatever challenges this year has brought to you. I mean, this year has brought challenges to all of us um, to varying degrees, various types and such. But just know that you're not alone out there. Um, Lots of people are trying to find the opportunity in the midst of all the uncertainty. Um, So that's what I'm trying to do myself. I want to be a better person at the end of the pandemic than I was in the beginning. That's what I said when this all started, and I'm trying to kind of keep that mindset with me as we go along. Uh, Of course, there are various ups and downs and such. But let us go now to the theme of the program, what this is all about, um, Throwback Thursday slash Where Are They Now, where we take an in-depth look at someone whose story has evolved considerably since we first featured them. We recently heard from an accountant who sells spreadsheet templates and other financial resources to creatives, uh, a guy who made $100,000 on Fiverr, and many more. Today, we're going to talk about coffee. We actually had a coffee episode about, I guess, four to six weeks ago. Another Throwback Thursday episode um, with the guy who started Busy Coffee. Um, Now, that was different because that guy and his business partner really scaled that business. They've actually gone all in with it. Today is quite different because the business you'll hear about now is a family-focused business. Um, It's by a guy who still has his day job. This guy is in the state of Washington. Uh, He started selling coffee in his neighborhood to teach his kids about small business. Uh, That's how it all got started, but he ended up learning a few things himself. We first featured him in episode 549, uh, which was approximately, by that I mean exactly, 828 days ago. Incredible. Uh, What's happened since? Let's hear directly from him. His name is Doug. I will be back at the end to wrap us up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Doug Valenti from Issaquah, Washington. My side hustle is Valenti Family Coffee Roasters, and I was featured on episode 549. We are a family-owned mobile micro coffee roasting company specializing in small batch, fresh roasted coffee for our community. 
I've been interested in coffee since uh, college when I worked for a, a small coffee roaster, boutique coffee roaster in Northern California. You fast forward that uh, many, many years and uh, on a whim I bought a small electric coffee roaster and started experimenting by roasting coffee for personal consumption. I was able to find a couple of companies that specialized in small amounts of uh, green or unroasted coffee for home roasters. And once we had fresh roasted coffee, we were, we were hooked. At some point I ended up with way more coffee than I could humanly consume. I bought a couple of, uh, of sample bags and I started giving it out to uh, our friends and neighbors. Uh, serendipitously, we lucked into a, a small used propane powered commercial roaster, which increased our ro roasting capacity by about uh, tenfold. Because we roasted small amounts, I could experiment with lots of unique single origins. And I was always posting my thoughts and uh, feelings on my Instagram and Facebook page. Pretty soon our social media friends were all asking how they could order our beans. Uh, we worked with a, a site called 99designs to come up with a logo and some branding around the idea of a family-owned coffee company. Uh, not, a, not long after we launched our site, my eight-year-old son and I were uh, at our local farmer's market and he looked at me and said, hey dad, we should roast coffee here at the farmer's market for all of our friends and neighbors. And I looked at him and thought, well, that's not a crazy idea. Turns out it probably was, but here we are. My day job is in technology uh, and I've worked for both small and medium-sized startups for most of my career. So I've always been around very entrepreneurial environments. So this is my attempt to get back at, into meeting directly with customers. And also uh, I wanted to teach my kids how to run a business. Lots has happened since we were featured on Side Hustle School. We attracted a, a bigger and bigger following every year, and we had to be real, very realistic about uh, what it was we wanted to do and what we could achieve. Uh, my wife and I both work full-time and juggle schedules for our five kids. Since this is a side hustle that involves our entire family, um, we had to be mindful about impacts to everyone's schedules. So really, it's caused us to be much more narrowly focused on what our product and our brand is. And I think the most significant changes have been twofold. The first is we've learned to measure everything. So some of the, some of the things that are pretty obvious are you know, sales, uh, monthly sales, daily sales, and how much we had left over at the end of each of the markets. When we, when we first started tracking sales by hour and then sales by coffee type, we found that most of our coffee was purchased during certain hours. That allowed us to focus our efforts on, on those hours and not roast too late into the day, which was um, leaving us with a lot of leftover coffee. Uh, secondly, uh, we learned to simplify wherever we could. Uh, and that was a, uh, also a huge thing. I would pack up the trailer the night before and the show up at the farmer's market at about 4.30 and I had to be able to essentially pull everything out of the trailer and set the whole thing up by myself and start roasting so that, so that we could limit the days of the week that we were uh, roasting coffee to, to that day at the market. And uh, 
it required thinking through um, what we brought and what we didn't bring and really focus in on the simplest way to really deliver a quality product to our customers. The one piece of advice that I would, I would give people is to keep it simple. You don't have to have it be a home run uh, out the gate. Be, keep it simple and be smart about where you grow and listen to your customers. That's uh, for us, that, that was really the game changer is, is listening to their likes and dislikes. And even if we didn't agree with them, we at least understood where they were coming from. So one of the things I really appreciated about uh, Doug's updates, and he had some others for us as well. We had lots of notes uh, uh, from the transcript of that call. Um, he talked a lot about uh, making decisions based on your capacity. And you heard a bit about that in the update, about how they had to be realistic about what works for them. Uh, because, you know, it's a family business. They've got day jobs, et cetera. Um, he also talked a bit um, in the transcript about the impact of COVID-19. Um, and of course, that's affected him just like it's affected so many other people. Uh, we're trying to kind of decovid some of the episodes so that not every single episode is about the pandemic. I know that gets kind of old, um, but of course, we're all still living in it. So that's reality. Um, but about this point of making decisions based on your capacity, something else he said, um, you know, he's like, one example is that everybody at the farmer's market, they want us to serve coffee. They, they want us to like serve cups of coffee. Um, and they don't, they actually just sell the beans. And he says, you know, a couple reasons for that. Uh, one is, uh, if you're going to have any kind of refrigerated cream in the county that they live, you have to have a health permit, which is about $1,200. Um, and presumably that's renewable as well. So you think about $3 for, you know, for a cup of coffee, you can see how they're going to have to sell a lot of cups of coffee, you know, doing the farmer's markets four Saturdays a month or whatever. So they try to just not focus on that. They try to say, well, that's, we're, we're not trying to sell cups of coffee. We're going to focus on the beans, basically. They've also had a lot of people ask them to do a brick and mortar location. And they thought about that, but then, you know, there's a ton of complexity that comes with that. So they've just decided this is our capacity. This is what we're going to do. We're going to focus on that uh, and do it well. I think that's something that all of us can learn from, myself included. Um, and at the end, he said, you know, the game changer for us is like listening to our customers, listening to their likes and dislikes. And even if we don't agree with them, we at least understand where they're coming from. So that's pretty key as well. I actually have a, a classroom episode coming up very soon. I think it's next week or the week after um, about how the customer is not always right. Like it's very important to listen, uh, but ultimately you need to make the decisions yourself. So I am so grateful to Doug for helping us out with this segment. Thanks, man. Uh, we'll continue to do these new segments throughout the rest of the year. Uh, this is, of course, our year of interaction. If you have a question, if you'd like to update us about your side hustle, if you would like some delicious curated coffee, not a cup of coffee, but some actual beans, go to valenticoffee.com. That is V-A-L-E-N-T-E coffee, C-O-F-F-E-E.com. I'm going to link it up on the notes page as well. Uh, and if you've got a question, come to sidehustleschool.com slash questions. Thank you so much. Much more is coming up. Be sure you're subscribed. My name is Chris Gillibow. This is Side Hustle School. From the Onward Project.